Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. How to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and your life. And who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty. In fact, my team and I love the pretty. But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and today, oh my God, you guys are going to love this show. I have on interior designer Lawrence Carr. And the reason that I wanted to have her on is I'm finding that interior design has just such a strong focus on the pretty aspect and not so much about health and well being. And according to Lawrence, ancient techniques inform her creative process. I love that. So if you're open to things like feng shui, the I Ching, Vastu, crystal healing, and biophilia, which we've talked about on the show, then you're in the right place. Her mission in designing environments is simple. Just create sacred spaces that make you feel good. <laughs> Seems so simple, right? But that's really what we're trying to do. It's what I try to do in my own practice. We're trying to create holistic spaces that you know, restore you and replenish you and kind of wipe away the day. You know, if you've gone out and you work in corporate or you've spent some time outside of the home, you want to come home and just feel like you're taking off the energy suit that you've acquired throughout the day from the people that you've interacted with, the spaces you've interacted with. And if you don't have a holistic space that's built to remove that energy, it's going to collect over time. And that's how we get negative energy in our spaces. The course that I created last month, How to Remove Negative Energy from Your Home, actually goes into great detail about what exactly negative energy is. I think we put it all in one box and we just say, ah, it's negative energy. But what exactly is it? It's all kinds of things. And doesn't that just make sense? I really don't understand why HGTV and all of these home shows just focus on flipping houses and making shit pretty. That's important because we want to feel good, but there's so much more to an environment than the pretty aspect. They've got it all wrong. It's been stated by experts that over the next 20 years, the strongest growing trend is going to be heavily, heavily focused on health and wellness. And we're already seeing it, right? We're already starting to see yoga taking off and health and wellness like juicing and float spas and energy principles. It's already starting to take off. So I can only imagine what this is going to look like in 20 years. But how do we slow down and feel more joy? That's what they should be focusing on in these shows. And that's what Lawrence and I are taking a deep dive on today. Okay, real quick, let's do some housekeeping. For those that are interested in mastering feng shui, early bird enrollment is opening in three weeks. Woohoo! Uh, we finally got everything put together. We've been kind of puttering <laughs> here in the office for the last couple of weeks. I've actually been on the road with Amy Ray and Chris Alexandria, so I haven't really been working. 
So that's why the podcast is actually late this morning, because I normally record them uh, the night before or early in the morning, and it just dawned on me that I hadn't even done this yet. <laughs> so that's where my brain is. Um, but if you are interested in signing up for Mastering Feng Shui, we are officially launching the early bird, which means you have to be on the wait list. If you go to the website and you go under courses, there's a tab for Mastering Feng Shui and there's a link that you put your email in to get on that wait list. So those who are on that list are the ones that get early bird enrollment access. The general public is not going to have access to this till the end of September. So you now have an official date if you're ready to get started in learning real feng shui, early bird enrollment is starting in three weeks. And for all former students, I will be opening up a mentorship program uh, because I get asked all the time, okay, now what? What do I do now? What's next? What do I do with, you know, all of this information? I go out and now I have a question. What do I do? So it's not a full-blown teaching program. Um, it's just going to be a place that we can all get together, expand your knowledge on feng shui, ask questions, uh, and, you know, just get answers on the things that you're you're doing, maybe projects that you're working on. Um, I have a, a place that I can go f with my own teacher. We meet up every Tuesday and... It's just great to be able to have a place to go and brainstorm and have a question. And I've also got all kinds of really great micro topics. So I'll be doing little teaching snippets on, you know, specific topics. Like, for example, when I did the Dr. Nandy show back in June, I actually focused solely on the eyes and eye health. And I think a lot of people don't realize that feng shui can go to that level that can go that deep. So I was able to do an entire talk show just on the eyes. How cool is that? So the mentoring program is open to people who have taken one of my courses. So if this is something that you're interested in, just shoot us an email. We'll be happy to send you more information. We will be launching this officially in about a month or so. Um, we're still kind of putting it together and trying to figure out what this looks like and um, trying to get feedback on exactly what you guys need and, you know, what the biggest questions are and where you need the most help. So again, if that's something you're interested in, just email us. Okay. Lawrence and I today are, this was such a great conversation. You're going to love it. Uh, we talk about how she got into holistic design because this actually is not her first career, how to create interiors that promote health and well-being. Ah, what a concept, right? Like our interiors should make us feel good. So we talk about that and how to get more people on board with the idea of creating environments with sustainability, health, and energy principles in mind. It's a great kick-ass conversation. You're going to love it. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm super excited today to have Lawrence Carr on the show. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, thank you very much. Great to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. You do all kinds of uh, good stuff, very similar to me uh, with interior design and feng shui and um, you just have an incredible background and I'm just curious, uh, I'd like to, before we, we really dive into some of the juicy stuff, just give the audience a little bit of background as to how you got into interior design. Cause I, you've had a, yes. you had some history before you got into interior design. Yes, 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 absolutely. Yes. So, so I was born in France and, and raised in France, um, mainly and, 
Um, I also have lived and traveled extensively around the world before landing in New York City. So um, as I grew up, I, I think I, I was, because of all my traveling, I was absorbing a lot of culture and art was also instilled in me at a very young age. Um, and so I, I think therefore I had like sort of an intense connection of a mind, the body and soul and the visual arts um, because of, of, of my background growing up uh, between the arts and being exposed to meditation and yoga uh, in my teenager years. I was um, always galvanized into the continued pursuit of a connection um, and that particular connection of mind, body and soul. So I, I grew up studying dance and music at the Conservatory of Music. And, um, and then later on, um, after high school, I went to start ballet um, dance as a professional with a German company in Frankfurt. And then later on, joined the Paris Opera Ballet, where I danced for a few years. Um, and I guess first, you know, the elegance and the grace of dance became a driving force um, in my view of sort of everyday life. I started at the age of five and danced until um, my early 30s. Um, that has been a huge part of my life. I also started choreographing after uh, moving from Paris to New York where I danced uh, with Merce Cunningham and was exposed to contemporary dance and choreography. That's when I started with choreography. And then the creation of soothing and graceful movement within you know, an, an energy and particularly the energy of time and space, which is movement. Um, this um, really felt to me electrifying um, and it stayed with me uh, sort of um, since then. I began to see uh, all spaces as sort of empty black boxes, um, like we always talk about in theater. And um, in these black boxes, I could see, you know, um, as if we were performing a choreographed routine that is our everyday life. And that's what I still to this day see us doing. And this is where, for me, interior design became an undeniable next step in my story. I, after living in different parts of the world and having um, worked in different industry, I mean, after dance and choreography, I moved on to working for the Olympic Games in Australia, um, lived in Asia um, as well in marketing communication. I particularly enjoyed discovering uh, more practice of Zen, uh, Japanese tea ceremonies, uh, wabi-sabi, um, before moving to uh, Chicago in, in the U.S. and then finally to, to New York City. Um, and when I arrived in uh, New York, um, I particularly was ready to start into design. So I went to Parsons study and then uh, worked for a firm and then founded my own uh, design company. Um, so for me, uh, back to interior design, each room that I enter offers a new opportunity to impact, um, to, to, to uh, not impact, but um, it offers a new opportunity to impart 
a functional home choreography that would allow sort of a graceful flow of energy. I think that's the best way to put it. Um, and I often think that, um, you know, we can smooth rough transitions, use some balletic angles and lines to define the rim, rhythm of a space. And in that way, it conveys a sense of peace that we all crave inter internally. I love that. And I love that you have, um, I, I think that just because so much design has flooded our market, whether it be, you know, through magazines, television, especially like TV shows and, and really turning it almost into a commodity. Um, I think there's a, a piece of it. There's an art to it. There's a beauty to it that I feel has been lost. And I think what's so incredible about what you've done is, is you've traveled all over the place and really absorbed a lot of these amazing cultures and been able to uh, infuse that into your design practice and, and um, give that to your clients. And one of the things that I loved about your website is you say on there, uh, and I quote, you improve your clients' lives by gifting them with a stronger sense of self. And I, I just, I love that quote. I, I love, um, I think Thank that, uh, I think that's part of the uh, part that's lost. I think that so many people have uh, started seeing it as a commodity as I just, I go to the furniture store and mm -hmm. I buy a bunch of stuff um, to fill my house, to make it look decorated like the show on TV, um, or to impress my friends, but it doesn't have soul to it. So I love this idea of, of showing a person how to have a stronger sense of self. So from you, why is that so important? And, and why do you feel that that's necessary for interior design for your client to enrich their lives? Mm -hmm. um, yes. So I think that we humans are so thoroughly influenced by our surroundings and by our context. And now we have more interior design inspiration available to us than ever before in the form of social media, Instagram, Pinterest, online, magazines, and, 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 and so many platforms. These online uh, uh, platforms can be excellent tools to sort through some recent trends or I would say even help a client identify examples of, you know, their favorite styles, of course. Um, however, all of this visual stimulation can often cloud a client's vision. You know, one loses a focus. There's too many choices, too many, too much information. So imparting designs into our homes that does not represent who we truly are in the deepest part of our soul. This will just never allow us to feel truly fulfilled. And I think that sometimes indescribable feeling of emptiness leads to mental unrest, which brings on physical distress as well. 
I think oh. too, it's it, what's mm -hmm. so great about what you do. And I think one of the reasons why I resonated with you so much is that you are really looking at it through the, or from the underbelly where it needs to be to give it that soul so that you uh, can really be gifting your clients much more than just a furnished space. Mm -hmm. You're bringing to them, even if it's not conscious, you're bringing to them, you know, all of these places that you've been, um, their cultures. I mean, you know, being able to gift someone the art of Zen in our Western world that's so chaotic. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's an incredible gift because you're teaching them how to live a better life, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, when, when we're distressed, we, we tend to act as a, um, you know, let's, let's say we tend to act as a pebble dropping into a pond, you know, sending negative energy rippling in, out into the world. So it is vital to my practice, you know, to help my clients truly understand what their deepest desires for their spaces are so we can make selections accordingly. Our selection will be aligned with the true desires because just as unrest ripples out, so too does peace and serenity. And what are some ways that you create uh, interiors that really promote health and well-being? Again, this is much more than, and I say this on the show all the time, that Interior design is so much more than a pretty space. It, it's it's got to, you know, really improve health and well-being. It has to make you feel good. So what are some things that you do to promote Zen and health and well-being for your own clients? Mm -hmm. um, so, yes, we really truly design from inside out. And, and some of my favorite practices are using the science of color. Um, using crystal healing, feng shui, uh, wabi-sabi, decluttering, and, um, and also, I would say, minimalism. I mean, all of these practices or all of these modalities vary widely in their history and cultural use, but are also intertwined. Um, the basic tenet of these beings that we strategically plan our spaces to bring us inner peace, they promote the whole human well-being. Mm. I think that's so important because um, that's, especially if you do have a hectic life and you're going out into the world and you're stressed out, to be able to come home to a space that um, almost acts as a portal, right? Especially if you're doing crystal healing and feng shui and all these energy alignments uh, within a space, um, it acts as a portal because when you come home from that hecticness, it's almost like a vacuum where it just sucks it all away and it, it kind of restores you uh, and makes you whole again. And Absolutely. I think that um, that to me is, is true interior design, you know, and it's one of the reasons why I have the tagline design that's energy aligned because, you know, I think you can design any space and make it beautiful. But to me, that's putting lipstick on a pig. You mm -hmm. know, it's mm -hmm. still... Mm -hmm. If you've got crappy energy in a space, then the homeowner's coming home and they're not walking into that portal. They're not walking into crystals that are absorbing the energy that doesn't serve them and, you know, the energy alignment and the Zen and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, all of these modalities that 
even though you can't see them, I think that's the biggest issue is the Western world. We so badly want to be able to categorize something within our five senses. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these healing modalities are outside of that box, you know? Yes, uh, they are. They're, they're outside uh, what we can see. So it's like, oh, well, it doesn't exist, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And it's part of a kind of a metaphysical uh, and often that, that part is obscure you know, to clients, they, 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 they are a bit skeptical, but it's, it's, it's often about energy clearing that some of you's approaches are and start with energy clearing, you know, for clients to better understand why do they want, you know, into your design in a space, what are their goals? What do they try to improve? And it's not just materialism, you know, it's, it's, it's a quality of life. They want to feel happy in their home. Um, so it's important to understand what makes them not happy. You know, it's not just uh, changing furniture, adding some accessories, you know, trying to, 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 happiness does not come from something that's, you know, materialistic and come from outside. It, it comes from inside. Yeah, I uh, resonate with that. I remember I had a client uh, about three years ago, and she called me up and wanted me to help her redecorate her guest room. And when I got there, I mean, not only was the house beautiful, but the room was beautiful. And I'm thinking, why are you calling me out here to, and she's like, well, I'm just ready to redo it. I'm just ready to, to and in my professional opinion, I didn't think that it needed to be done, but I could really sense that there was, uh, some anxiety mm -hmm, with the mm -hmm. client and I started just looking at the space and I, I got an idea of the overall floor plan and what was going on. And I realized that um, amongst her anxiety and just not feeling well, she was driving her energy into something else. Uh, in this case, it was redecorating a bedroom and it wasn't that the, the room needed to be decorated. It was that she was anxious. She was stressed out. She had this frenetic energy to her. And she was trying to release that somehow and drive that into a project, which mm. was going to be the guest bedroom. Mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. I think that's important to mention for those that are listening to the show. You know, if you're listening to today as you're driving in your car to work or, you know, maybe you're driving home from work or out and about running errands. You know, if you are feeling frenetic, if you are feeling like, you know, and that's a good point too, is a lot of times we make ourselves busy. We add to our to-do list and we keep going so that we don't have to stop and feel what's mm -hmm. really going on and feel what is going on around us. And so mm -hmm. that's what we're talking about is that when you really come face to face with the energy and get the energy clear. It may not have anything to do with the interior design at all. It could simply be doing that energy clearing. It could be really coming face to face with, um, you know, negative energy in your environment, negative energy that you've picked up, negative energy in your property. There's all of these things that you could be picking up and just a simple energy clearing shifts and changes everything. Absolutely. You, have you experienced that in your own practice? Yes, absolutely. Um, really, really you know, often clients uh, start a project and tell me, you know, this room, I've, I've not used it. Um, I don't know why, or this bedroom, I cannot sleep well, or, you know, there's many, multiple processes 
uh, or, or, or examples. And, and it's just simply um, making them understand that the best approach is about clearing um, energy and it's clearing the space. There is a reason why there is a feeling of not feeling well. Um, so we have different approaches of clearing spaces. I mean, we can use, you know, crystal healing. We can use, um, sometimes it's about decluttering. It's about physical decluttering, you know, to allow more mental space to focus um, on exactly what is happening here. Um, uh, there's many different ways. I mean, clearing spaces with sound bathing is one of my favorite techniques. Oh, I love that. That's um, my favorite. Really use sound bathing. It's beautiful. The melody, the vibration, uh, the energetical vibration, the sound is, is absolutely invigorating. Um, and, and really, truly, uh, cleansing energy invites fresh energy into the home. Once we get to the true root of a client's goals of the space, uh, we, you know, we we really we really find what, what what to do. But it always starts with clearing the space. Mm, yeah, I love that, and I love too. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, biophilia. It's starting to become extremely popular. Um, mm -hmm. I'm seeing it more and more. It you know we've always had to some degree without people realizing that it was biophilia in our own homes. Um, but for those who may be new to the idea, uh, it's kind of a strange word. Explain to them uh, how you bring the outdoors in and, and how it's beneficial to our health. So, um, you know, indoor plants have long been known, I mean, to improve our indoor breathing experience. I mean, as a scientist, as well as university researcher, I mean, from Spain, uh, Penn State University, as well as the University of Georgia, proposed that greenery absorbs gas, gases through their roots, and also through the pores on the surface of their leaves. However, our family hairs is not the only, you know, sort of um, a, 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 a life element, you know, to be since rescue from intrusive toxins. So indoor plants grandly support and enhance our well-being um, in all our homes. Touching and smelling plants can reduce like sort of physiological and psychological stress and elevate mood. And that is why we we started using biophilia in uh, part of our interior design. Um, I, um, I have given many examples of how different plants can help. Um, even the potting soil works to nourish us through outdoor fiends, <laughs> that's a play on word of endorphins, which release uh, um, cytokines um, that act as natural antidepressants. Yeah, and I think that we're getting more and more uh, people who are living indoors. You know, mm -hmm. they go from their home to their car to their office to their car and home. And so they're spending yes. so much time indoors and not realizing our intrinsic, you know, relationship with nature. And we're starting to drastically lose that connection. And so I think that's why we're starting to see so many kick-ass uh, pictures online, like on Pinterest and in magazines of stuff where people are like growing forests inside of their homes. 
because <laughs> they don't realize that they're craving plant life. <laughs> Absolutely. And sometimes it's too excessive. You know, we go from no plants to a forest in the home. It's a little bit excessive. <laughs> but um, Scandinavian have been doing this forever, um, you know, and, um, and I, I, it's really great to see how plants are incorporated indoors and uh, all year long. You know, it's not just a spring, summer spree. It, it's really, uh, you know, cultivating um, the life of these plants, indoor plants at home, um, to really like use them as mood boosting enhancers, you know, to, 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 to really consciously invite the outside in. Um, and I think really that, you know, bringing this greenery, the glory of life outside and in, I mean, nature, uh, you know, inside um, brings us peace and tranquility of an indoor space. Um, and, and uh, as well as like an un uh, uncontaminated breathing experience. The combination of both is, 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 is wonderful. I agree. And this is a great segue. One of the things that I wanted to ask you, mm -hmm. um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, you and I have a, a very similar philosophy. So it makes sense to me to design in this way. But for the audience that's listening today, they may not uh, really understand the difference. They may think that all designers are like this, especially if they listen to my show. They probably <laughs> they probably think that everybody is living this way. But you know, you, you mentioned that you do uh, crystal healing and you're using these ancient energy principles and you're bringing in all of this knowledge from all of these places that you've been and biophilia and even sustainability. And you know, for those that are listening today, explain to them how this is different from other interior designers, how this philosophy is a little bit different. Not everybody does this. So explain that to them. Mm -hmm. um, you mean like you asking me about my process or, or how this is different from, from other designers? Yeah, I, I, I think more about how this, this approach, uh, mm -hmm. this health and well-being of it's not just about interior design. It, it's this um, entire yes. uh, package, so to speak. Um, and it is different. Not every interior designer approaches design in this way. Mm -hmm. So at Lawrence Scar Design, we, we truly help our clients to search their souls for their true desires. And what this means is reaching beyond their inspiration photos, beyond aesthetics, allowing us to work beneficial design principles into the holistic plan, rather than working the plan around a design principle. It is through consciously working to fill the intangible voids in our client space that we help them to achieve inner peace and outer well-being. That is the best way um, I would describe it. And doesn't it just make sense? <laughs> I mean, it's like a no-brainer to me, but you know, I, I'm curious. Uh, you know, I mean, you and I could probably go to a coffee shop and talk all damn day about how yes. this just you know makes sense and how this how it should be. But you know what? I I have my opinion out the, about this, but I'm curious. You know, what do you think is the biggest roadblock in getting not only designers but consumers to start thinking about creating uh, interiors in this way and create more like spaces than anything? You know, and really uh, coming around to this idea of oh, this is how it should be. 
You know, what do you think is the biggest roadblock preventing people from um, doing it? Mm. I'd say that generally speaking, you know, um, finding a way to help our clients let go of a pressure to follow conventional trends mm. that do not allow for use of these principles. Um, people like to follow what other people do. Um, you know, for instance, sustainable interior design is, is a brand new concept for many people. I mean, what does it mean? Uh, finding ways to, to educate on sustainable design as well as present sustainable options that achieve the same look or feel as one might have with a well-known conventional source will help ease clients into this. Um, the same way with holistic design, it is just all about changing the perception of holistic design, the perception of sustainability from a kind of a new age niche to a vital way of living, not only for the endurance of our planet, and, 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 I'm, and I you know, can talk about more about sustainable design, but also for the well-being of people to, 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 to just feel better feel better and, and, and where does feeling better means well first with oneself but also at home home has to be that sanctuary it has to be that place of grounding that place where one has to feel aligned and can restore uh, and replenish well it makes sense to me Lawrence I don't know why everybody <laughs> else isn't doing it <laughs> You're saying all my language. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so if somebody is listening today and, you know, they're, we're speaking their language and they're like, yes, I want to have a holistic home. And yes, I want to feel amazing when I get home from work. And, and, you know, I want to have this sense of well-being and not stress when I'm at home. What are a couple of things that you would recommend for somebody to start doing in their own home to maybe start achieving some of those things for themselves? Um, I would say that, um, you know, once you go home, um, just to sit in, you know, a space of your choice of that day. Every day we, you know, we experience different mood, different feelings, and, and just to sit, uh, uh, you know, restfully. Uh, for some, might be with a glass of wine. For hours, might be with just, you know, um, um, in a relaxing space, <laughs> a tea. For someone else, might be with a book or just listening to music. And, and just allow uh, yourself to just feel, feel, feel how you feel in that space. Um, how does the light hit um, you know, the table or um, the entire room, or is it, you know, dark outside, but then what type of mood and atmosphere do you feel? Um, and then, um, and then just, just let your mind and your feelings tell you what you feel uh, like, you know, in that space. Um, and if you had some desire to change or to improve uh, that space what what would you like to have around and and if you'd like to change the layout or there's a color that comes to you or uh, you'd love to you know um, light a candle um just just follow that flow of 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 sensation that comes to you um to start with i mean just just 
just that way. Um, just start with feeling how you feel in that space. That would be the first, uh, the first uh, um, advice I would give. Um, another, another one is, um, you know, maybe if you're inclined to using uh, crystal healing, um, just um, and you would like to set an intention on a certain space and how you would feel in a room or. Um, Yes, in a room or in the entire space where you live, just just uh, um, take some of your crystal and just make a wish or an intention and and walk around the entire space and 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 with that intention that you know, could be uh, or would be a positive intention, just walk around and and let your feeling flow right while you are holding that that crystal and and walk around. I mean, these are very you know, a simple steps, but just, 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 just to start allowing yourself to feel uh, rather than do things, rather than take a couch and decide to push it from one side to another, you're in the doing. Um, when you allow yourself to feel more, you're more into the being, um, the experience of, of, of many different possibilities. I think that's great advice. Um, sometimes we hear things like that that are so simple and we have to overcomplicate it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I think that it's great advice because especially in our culture, and I, I'm actually, I'm writing a book right now and I have an entire chapter devoted to uh, our emotions and, and how we have pretty much been told our entire lives how mm-hmm. uh, we should stuff our feelings, like especially women. You know, mm-hmm. because we've always been told our whole lives that we're too dramatic and, you know, uh, we're too emotional. And so we have these stigmas around us. And so we have to act like a man and we have to be strong. And, you know, if we want to make it and if we want to be heard, then we have to, you know, stuff our feelings. And so I think a lot of times that's where that anxiety comes from. And so then we start becoming frenetic. We start having panic attacks. We can't breathe correctly. Our heart is racing. And so that's where you find someone trying to redecorate their guest bedroom because they've got this crazy frenetic energy that they don't know what to do with and they don't know how to process it because they're not slowing down enough to feel it. And my teacher says all the time, stop doing and start being. And I remember when she first told me that, I'm like, what does that even mean? (laughs) You know, trying to overcomplicate it. So um, I think that, you know, one of the best uh, exercises that I do here in my practice is I always encourage people to do what's called a joy journal so that they actively look for two to three things every day. Mm-hmm. What I really like is for them to find very simple things, um, you know, just simple yes. things that uh, are, are like uh, my project manager, Deborah, uh, brought me a book today uh, or yesterday um, by Dolores Cannon. It's one that I've been wanting to, to buy for a while and she happened to find it. She picked it up. She brought it to me. And I mean, she, she got me that and a burrito pan. Mm. And, uh, and she got the burrito pan at a thrift store. And the thing is, is that damn thing is bringing me so much joy. I keep making burritos and putting it in it and sending her pictures of it. And she's like, all right, enough already. And I'm like, nope, I'm really happy about this. So it just gives you a reason to seek out joy and seek things. And it's the little things in life that matter most, not the loud, furious roars. Absolutely. And I also want to mention, um, Lawrence has mentioned a couple of times this idea of crystal healing. And if you're listening to the show and you're like, what the hell is crystal healing? Mm -hmm. It's 
um, you know, if you, most of everybody I would say who listens to the show probably has crystals. If you don't, you can go to energymuse.com. We've had her on the show. She sells crystals, but whether you have a thousand crystals like I do or just a couple, it's just a matter of utilizing those crystals. You can set them up in your home as an altar or you can have them throughout your home. And like Lauren said, you can just pick up whichever one you're called to. Don't overthink it. Just maybe today it's the pretty one and you pick it up and you hold it and you just infuse an intention in it. And like she said, just really thinking about your feelings. How do you feel? And, and if it's not a good feeling, thinking about, okay, what am I going to do to shift it? And you can ask that crystal to help you transmute that energy into something positive. That's, That's right. where the healing comes from. Mm -hmm. So don't, don't freak out as you're listening to this going, oh my God, these concepts are so <laughs> difficult. They're not. They're actually fantastic. And I think those are two great tips to leave our audience with today. Um, Lawrence, I want to thank you so much for coming. Oh, you are so welcome and sharing your vast amount of knowledge. And like I said, I, I think that this makes perfect sense. And I think every designer out there should be uh, approaching design in this way. I guess it'll just be you and I, and, and we'll conquer the world and, and we'll, uh, <laughs> one person at a time, we'll get them, we'll get them to convert. We'll get them to come to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yes Lawrence if people are interested in learning more about you where can they find you they can find me on my website laurencecar.com which is l-a-u-r-e-n-c-e-c-a-r-r.com and follow us on our platforms uh, at uh, Laurence Car Design for our social media and they can also uh, read my blog Absolutely. It's laurencecar.com slash forward blog. Fantastic. And you're out of New York, correct? Yes, yes. We are based in New York City. So if you live in the, the New York area and you're looking for a, a kick-ass designer who does holistic crystal healing, biophilia, sustainability, and everything else that everybody should be doing, you can look <laughs> her up and have her help you with your home today. Oh, thank you so much, Amanda. It's been wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Wasn't that such a great show? I'm calling it out now that as we emerge into this health and wellness trend that we are going to start seeing more and more of people like me and Lawrence in the home decorating arena. I think we're gonna start seeing that uh, it matters. You know, it makes a big difference in how you feel, how you show up in the world, um, and the level of joy you have. And I, we all deserve more joy, right? <laughs> Um, if you've liked the show or liked the show in the past and enjoy what you're listening to, be sure to head on over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a review. It helps our ratings, which we love. And we also love to hear back from you. It's always great to, to read your stories and how the podcast and the information on it has changed your life. We love that. Uh, don't forget Mastering Feng Shui Enrollment. Early bird enrollment opens August 18th. That's only in three weeks. Woo! Um, so if you're interested in that or have any questions, just be sure to email us and let us know. If you listen to the show and you're from the Nashville area or if you are from another area and moving to Nashville, 
uh, be sure to contact me. I am in the process. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm in the process of getting my real estate license to help people find the best home, uh, the best feng shui and energy home for their hopes, dreams, and goals. So hopefully the goal is for Amanda to have all this done by October. We'll see. I'm, I lost two weeks while I was on the road with uh, Amy and Chris. And so I'm having a little bit of a hard time getting back into the coursework, but I'll get there. I'm getting, I'm getting back online here. Um, but if you are interested, um, I'm already starting to put together a list of people who are interested in working with me. Um, and I have a fantastic brokerage. I'm calling them Apple because they just do things differently and I just adore them. I think that um, Brandon, the owner, uh, I'm my brokerage is called Kivo and Brandon, the owner, is this millennial um, and just thinks differently and does things differently and just has this really rad personality um, and just not the old staunchy way of doing things, which I love. But it makes sense to me that I would align with them vibrationally um, just because everybody that's in the group is just really open-minded. Uh, one of the agents is actually an intuitive and tarot reader. The other one is a medium. I mean, we're just like a bunch of woos in this firm. So it's really cool. But if that's something that you're interested in, please reach out. You can find us at letschatatthegatescompany.com. And if you'd like to learn more about me and what I do, you can head on over to our website at interiorvibes.com. All right, everyone, trust the vibe because the energy never lies. <laughs>